Hey there, everyone. Before we start the show, we here at Popcorn for Dinner want to give a big shout out to our good friend and illustrator, Kyle Kedzik, for helping us celebrate making it to 40 episodes with some uh, brand new custom artwork, which is now up on all of our social media accounts. We love it. We hope you love it. And if you're looking for some new custom artwork for your business or project, you can look him up on Facebook at Kyle Kedzik or even drop him a line at kylekedzik at gmail.com. That's K-Y-L-E-K-E-D-Z-U-C-H at gmail.com. dinner this is jeff and kelly before they were famous month moves into week two and this one was a bit of a trip <laughs> um because all all Bumps. like <laughs> yeah really uh there's a there's a specific person in this that we are looking at as before they were famous because mm-hmm. there's a handful of people in it where this was like a very early role for them yeah uh, but there is one specific person that it is long before they were famous, before yes. they became the person that everyone knows of them. So much so <laughs> that their name is different. <laughs> uh, and obviously there's no need burying the lead because we've you know posted about which movie it is and all that jazz. Mm-hmm. But the movie that we are doing this week on Popcorn for Dinner is the 1986 American space adventure film Space Camp. One word. Space camp. <laughs> space camp. Space camp. Uh, space camp, which is like a, a hilariously a movie that I'd never even heard of before. Yeah. Like no surprisingly, like it just it seems like it would be a movie that would be more known. I don't know. Uh, like yeah. it, it, it's it's not that it's like anything super special. Like it's not mm-hmm. like I'm sitting there watching it like this is a masterpiece. <laughs> Why don't more people know of this? But it just really did kind of shock me that it was like I've never even heard of this yeah this was a a total like shot in the dark yeah total like sort of blindsiding of a movie and uh looking into it because i obviously didn't know any of this because i didn't know any anything about this movie <laughs> but it was a quote-unquote marketing nightmare oh no because of the fact that it came out the same year the challenger exploded oh no yeah i didn't even think about yeah so that is my assumption for why it's not a more well-known movie is that it probably just died a very quiet death yes at the theaters of people being like no yeah i'm not in the mood to watch anything about yeah (laughs) kids and people in space and space shuttles and none of that nope no 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 launching and especially (laughs) because it's a like failure yeah it's it's a a Mm -hmm. booster failure which is literally the same thing yeah i wind up going down like and it it also like it just lends itself to unintentional hilarity because it's like jinx did you do that did you blow up the challenger jinx (laughs) you know what i mean like it's a little goofy um but this one has a handful of people in it uh kate capshaw's in it who most people would know from uh Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom. 
Okay. She plays Andy. <laughs> no, yeah, I know. She plays Andy, uh, mm-hmm. the, the like lead sort of teacher pilot lady who kind of sucks. Yeah. I wound up writing a lot of notes about how little I liked Andy <laughs> and how much I disagreed with her tactics and her attitude yeah. and all sorts of stuff. Uh, but she's in it. Uh, very early roles for people like Kelly Preston, Leah Thompson, um, Tate Donovan, which uh, his name popped up in the credits and it was like, introducing or something like that of like tate donovan i wrote down i just wrote the tate donovan because i was like i have no idea who this guy is what is it? introducing <laughs> who is this guy it's the guy who plays kevin who okay. later on I, I was looking through all of his roles of like what the fuck do i know this guy from because he's so distinct mm-hmm. he was on friends oh. i forget the character's name i think he's one of uh rachel's like bosses or love interests or something like that i think his name is josh josh joshua joshua yes, yeah 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 boyfriend. yeah, yeah. There you go. Yes. There you go. Yes. So yeah, I was like, oh, that's why his fucking face is so familiar. <laughs> um, Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> but the uh, Tom Skerritt is also in it as well, who's from Alien. Uh, he's the guy with the mustache, her okay. husband or whatever. Not. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. I'm getting my own people mixed up. <laughs> uh, but the the person who this movie is really, truly for, for this month, is the one... <laughs> It's it literally it's it it was very much like that of like oh my goodness gracious because like all all of the all of the marketing I know all of the marketing and everything that that like they showed it I feel like they got pictures of him from a few years later yeah right to put on like the box and shit because I was expecting another teenager like the rest of the teenagers Mm -hmm. and then in walks tiny little baby leaf phoenix. Joaquin Phoenix unbelievable it was amazing I literally wrote all capitals tiny baby Joaquin (laughs) like holy shit it is amazing he like shows up and he's Mm -hmm. like being a precocious little scamp yeah talking about Star Wars and everything Max Max the Star Wars nerd yeah and uh, it it was it was uh it was a magical thing to watch him as this little kid in this Mm -hmm. movie like I (laughs) there's something about it that just and he tickles. was so great. He was. He was really good. Like it was one of those uh performances that you could kind of tell that like this kid seems to like, despite being so small and despite the role being so small, mm-hmm. like he seems to take it seriously. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like it seems like it like it felt to me like you could have asked him like about Max mm-hmm. and he would have been able to answer you. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, what did Max get for his birthday like four years ago? And he'd be like, Duh, ATAT. What do you think? You know, like he would he would have an answer because he seemed like he was that serious of a fucking actor about it. Yeah, it's so great. But the uh, the synopsis of the movie essentially, according to IMDb, I got right here. It says the the young attendees of a space camp find themselves in space for real when their shuttle is accidentally launched into orbit. Now that makes it sound way different yeah. than it actually happens, and it's somehow more bizarre how it actually happens. You know what <laughs> right? I mean? Like you hear the concept of like they're at space camp and their shuttle wacky gets mm-hmm. into space, and you just wonder like what kind of ludicrous what? garbage how like makes that happen? Yeah. And then you you see it, you watch the movie, and mm-hmm. you're like, it is so much more ludicrous than I could have ever imagined. Right. <laughs> it's it's not even a case of like mistakes mm-hmm. you know what i mean like that was sort of what i assumed it was going to be It'd be like oh everyone needs to go to this room and they get the number wrong and they go to the wrong place you know what i mean and it's just like 
uh, wacky misunderstanding or something. But instead, it's like, no, it is sentient robot uh, sabotage. Yeah. That gets them into space. Yeah. Uh, like, and it's because he takes everything literally. Yeah, and it's just so adorable Which, that it's Joaquin Phoenix's character Max that essentially like makes it happen. Mm-hmm. You know, like I thought that was great because at first I was a little concerned because I was like, I know he's like credited in the movie and stuff, mm-hmm. but when they started introducing characters and you get Catherine, the girl who's all all business about space camp who's mm-hmm. like i want to go to space camp because i'm gonna be a fucking astronaut and i'm super serious about this yeah and you got uh tish who i wrote down as cinema's smartest airhead like it's so <laughs> clear that that's what her character is supposed mm-hmm. to be like kind of like valley girl oh my god but then it just turns out that's like oh also she has a photographic memory yeah so it's like she's i feel bad saying it but it's like she's not technically smart like mm-hmm. she's she's not like it doesn't seem like she wants to learn all that much. She's just yeah. kind of like there to party it up. Yeah. But then it just also so happens that like also I'm also I have all the information I've ever read in my brain. Yeah. Just sort of on accident. I don't even like it. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's so like such a uh, an interesting kind of character. Mm-hmm. Uh, even if in the end it just like it, there's there's a very specific part late in the movie where I wrote down I was like. Wow, her photographic memory would have been real, you know, helpful in this situation. But apparently, mm-hmm. she just that didn't was, read this part of yeah. the manual. She read every other part, but not this part. That's a shame. That was the one book she didn't read. <laughs> yeah, the one page, the two pages were stuck together, and she yeah. flipped past it, didn't even see it. <laughs> Such a bummer. Uh, and then you got Rudy, who uh, <laughs> Rudy was actually pretty great uh, yeah. to a certain extent. Uh, the kid who like. He likes science, but all of the kids at school think it's lame. So, like, he feels lame about liking it. Mm-hmm. But he's there and he's trying and he's super talkative. He won't <laughs> stop talking, but in a way more, uh, like, endearing way yeah. than normal. You know what I mean? Like, most kids in a movie, like teens in a movie, if their character trait is like motor mouth and they won't mm-hmm. stop talking eventually it gets really annoying yeah and in this movie there was just the one scene where he started talking where i was like they specifically told you not to talk rudy mm-hmm. and then a character kind of calls him on it too so i was yeah. like okay there's more of a joke than a oversight of mm-hmm. character <laughs> but they did let him talk for way too long yeah they did considering that they were using oxygen yeah. considering the stakes yeah the stakes being pretty high yeah uh being yeah. their lives yeah yeah <laughs> uh and then you got kevin who is the tate donovan character who uh, is just, I mean, he's the worst mm-hmm. of them. He's the worst in the general sense. <laughs> you know, uh, it, it's one of those things, like, as soon as the as he, like, started getting into the movie and you kind of learn about him and, like, what his deal is, I was just like, oh, yeah. one of these people. Like I, I, like, I can understand and I'm totally fine with the, like, character who is someone who doesn't give a shit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, especially kind of the way he looked. I was like, it's almost like Randall from Clerks goes to space (laughs) camp. You know what I mean? Like, he's just like a guy who doesn't give a shit. And he's like, whatever. And he makes jokes and he's Mm -hmm. blowing by. He doesn't give a damn. I forget. I got to look up his uh, his like mantra that he tells Rudy. And Rudy literally looks at him and goes like, do you really think that? (laughs) <laughs> you know what I, do you remember that it was just like yes. yeah dude this guy's a real like this guy's kind of suck oh here is his mantra is like sleep late drive fast don't take any of this shit seriously 
And Rudy's sitting there like, we're at space camp. You know what I mean? Like, that's that's the whole point is to take it seriously. Like, this isn't like detention or, you know, like that you're like uh, forced to be here. Like he is, Kevin is apparently. Yeah. Because there's some nonsense about like he got a car. So now he has to go to space camp. Like, I, I didn't understand that trade like his, that they were talking about. It's like well, his dad. His, his dad wants him to go to space camp. He doesn't want to go. So the dad gave him a car. So now he has to go to space camp. Right. It's just, it's more the case of like you can you can lead a Kevin to space camp, but you can't make him learn. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> it seems so strange to be like, here's the car. You have it. Mm-hmm. It's not even like he drove a shitty car to space camp and it's like, I'm going to get a better one. Once I get out of here with a, with a, you know, with a stellar record or something, you know, Mm -hmm. he doesn't have to do anything. He already has the car. So it's literally just like, just show up to space camp and be there Mm -hmm. apparently. And it gets you a car. Yeah. I was like, this is the dumbest plan. Kevin's dad is an idiot. Mm -hmm. (laughs) That's the worst. Um, and then, and then that is when essentially then, because you know, the kids all show up to to the camp and they get Mm -hmm. separated into their groups. Kevin steals another kid's badge to get in the same group as Catherine, Mm -hmm. which is like another one of those things where it's like, okay, so he doesn't want to be here, but now he's got the hots for this girl who showed up on a plane, which I thought was hysterical (laughs) once I realized what was happening. Yeah. (laughs) Like they show the plane fly overhead and someone makes a reference to it. And I was like, Oh yeah, that is. I mean, that is kind of weird that there's just this prop plane flying over the space camp. Like, I wonder what they're doing. And then it lands, and she gets out, and it's just like, and off to camp. Yeah. Like she's getting dropped off in a minivan, but it's a plane. <laughs> I thought that was hysterical. Like, I was so jealous. I mean, I'm sure they would terrify me, but you're yeah. definitely of a different breed about that. <laughs> um, but you know, it's just like, oh, she's cute, but. She's all about the space camp that he doesn't give a shit about. You know, it's one of those mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like they clearly have nothing in common. Yeah. And the movie is going to cram them together because mm-hmm. like that's just what movies have to do apparently. Yeah. They think <laughs> so they have to cram it in every time and the whole like I I didn't give a shit about the moments when they like started to like get kind of like tender and everything cuz I was yeah. like what are you doing, Catherine? Yeah. You are serious about this. I also didn't like the fact that Tish gave her a makeover. I'm like, you are at space camp. There's no space prom. You know what I mean? It's like, you're not here to get laid. You're yeah. at space camp. Again, it's not detention. <laughs> yeah. It's just so silly. Like, I was like, another fucking 80s makeover scene. Yeah. Especially because it's like Leah Thompson's just like cute teenage girl. Seriously. She's just like adorable and like, you know, and it just yeah. doesn't, absolutely nothing wrong. Like, she, they like, they, <laughs> I guess it's just like straight hair, like the 80s. It was like, mm-hmm. if you have straight hair, that means you're a total loser and you're yeah. a square and nobody <laughs> likes you. Look at how big her hair is. She's awesome. You know what I mean? So it's like, that's what they do to make someone seem like frumpy. Yeah. But if you look at it through any other context, like not the <laughs> 80s when big hair was everything, you're just looking at this girl and you're like, there's nothing wrong with her. Why is she getting a makeover? Yeah. What is the point of this? That was probably one of my biggest things about the movie. Like, I had a lot of fun with how, like, kind of goofy and ridiculous a lot of shit became. Yeah. <laughs> but it also just, like, I, I felt like the opportunity was missed to make it something special because of how just, like, by the numbers everything is. Where it's like, okay, at the beginning of the movie, all of these kids have a single problem. Mm-hmm. And over the course of the movie, that single problem will be solved. Like, they will overcome it. Yeah. And then that's the end of the movie and they're done. Their arcs are complete. You know what I mean? And that was mm-hmm. really all there was to it. 
Like, and as much as it's like, what more do you want from a movie? Isn't that what movies do? <laughs> it was just the like obviousness of it all. It was just like, okay, yeah, all right, look, uh, fucking Rudy has trouble with the thing earlier, and then later they have to trust him. Yeah, you know what I mean. Or uh, fucking, I mean, just Kevin in general of being like, he is terrible <laughs> at everything at the beginning, and by the end of it, he is not quite as terrible. Yeah, you know, the one that confused the hell out of me actually was Catherine. Because to me, it seemed, I, I wrote down that I was like, I've never seen a character arc that is a character losing confidence. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like the, the whole thing of the camp, uh, I mean, at least with her, I guess. Yeah. Like her and Andy, the teacher, who I went back and forth on in spelling in my phone because some people it sounded like they said Andy. Some people it sounded like they said Annie. And then by the end of it, I realized I was like, okay, it is with a D. There is a D in there. Yes. Wasn't sure. <laughs> Confirmed by the credits. But like she, the movie opens on her as a little girl. And that was silly to me. Yes. Like that was really silly just because of like how, <laughs> like it did, it did not at all for a moment feel like a real thing a small child would say. Even a small child that was obsessed with space. Yeah. Because that was the silliest thing I've ever seen where it was like, and then Way off in the distance, she sees what she assumes, and I'm assuming she's right, yeah. is like the space shuttle going up mm -hmm. way, 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 way off in the distance. Yeah. And then it like refracts some light or something off or of like it. Or like drops a booster or something. Yeah, whatever. Something causes like a flash of light, and she says the words, John Glenn winked at me. I was like, what? Yeah. Like, you don't really believe that, though, right? That's just like a, that's just like little kid talk or something. I don't, what, you really yeah. don't, <laughs> please don't what? tell me you believe that. <laughs> but yeah, and so she grows up to be like an actual pilot. Uh, she is like supposed to go up. I love the fact that they just use the term go up all the time. Mm -hmm. And that's it. Like, you're going up. I knew one day you were going to go up. I was supposed to go up. You're going to go up, honey. <laughs> Always just go up. Yeah. They never say like to space. Yeah. It's never it's, clarified because it's, it's like, hey, too we're, long. we're in the space going world. <laughs> so if we say yeah. go up, where the fuck else are we going? Yeah. <laughs> this is what it felt like. <laughs> um, but so she's supposed to go up and then something happens. I don't remember. But she gets the someone, word that she's not going yeah, up. And someone she's, else gets selected <laughs> yeah, to so, go up. Someone else goes up and she's like, <laughs> no. <laughs> uh, and so she's all bummed out. But then her husband, Tom Skerritt. Uh, is like, well, then you can come to space camp with me and help teach all the kids. And she's like, ugh. And I should have seen that as like a sign of things to come. Yeah. Because in my head, I was like, okay, they're going to go to space camp. They're going to have fun. They're going to get into wacky hijinks. I should have realized <laughs> that her initial reaction to going to space camp, which is was basically just her being like, ugh. <laughs> like that was uh, her lines of dialogue. That's what it meant. Yeah. Just bleh. That I should have realized that she was going to be a bitch to everybody and have a terrible attitude. Seriously. The whole time. To the point where by the end of it, I was like, like, it just bummed me out <laughs> that, like, <laughs> she just had, like, she she just kind of goes away at the end. Yeah. Where it's like she gets injured and then the kids kind of take over. And that's sort of the whole point is like, hey, the kids, they do it. They, they, they're mm -hmm. a team. They do the thing. It wouldn't be... Uh, it wouldn't be as much of a like uh, an accomplishment if they had an adult helping them. So she just kind of goes away and whatever. Mm -hmm. And I was like, so she doesn't really learn anything. <laughs> like, she never <laughs> learns that her attitude was bullshit. And that makes me sad uh, because like, you know, she gets her crew and there are these kids, the, the, you know, the kids that we've described, including tiny little 
Max, who is like supposed to be in the like Space Camp Junior. Yeah. But he's such a genius that he wants to be in Space Camp Teenager. Yeah. Teenage to Space r- regular camp. Space Camp. Yeah. But he also went to Space Camp Junior for like a couple years, they said. Right, but I mean, I assume it's probably more of an age thing than a yeah. <laughs> than oh, like yeah. an experience thing. No, so I'm... like in that case, it's just like he's in the little one, but he's so ambitious about space and he's so smart mm-hmm. that he wants to be in the the like grown up one. He's like wicked smart. Yeah, he's wicked smart, and uh, <laughs> and so they let him come into, and it's like okay, here they are, all of them except for the Asian kid that they just never look in on right? ever again. Mm-hmm. Fucking Kevin steals his badge so that he can get into the group. And then they show that kid like looking around on the table like, oh, no. And then he's mm-hmm. never followed up with again. And I was like, poor kid. Yeah. I hope he's somewhere in the background of, of a shot somewhere where it's like he got it figured out. He's on a, he's on a whole nother team. Mm-hmm. They have a way cooler teacher. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, his space camp wound he's up being had, awesome. Yeah. He had a much better experience. Yeah. That's my hope. That's my headcanon for that kid. Yeah. Um, and so like she gets this crew together and she's got some attitude right off the top. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, she's giving out the like positions for everybody on the, on the shuttle. Yeah. Uh, or like their crew for their fake shuttle for their space campiness, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote down, I was like, I feel bad for the kids who have to play Houston, <laughs> you know? Cause they are kids. Like it's yeah. clearly that they're kids and they're not like other people running the camp. Yeah. So it's like that sucks that you get like div, you know, split off into mm-hmm. into groups, and then some kids walk up and it's like, all right, you're gonna be man in the boards at Houston. Like, what? I don't get to do the shuttle stuff. <laughs> like, no, we need a Houston. Yeah. Get to Houston. Like, yeah. <laughs> well, this sucks. I felt bad for them. I wonder. Maybe they have it. You can sign up for different ones. Yeah. That like, hopefully that hopefully. would probably be the best way to do it. Head cannon. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more head cannon. Those Houston kids that. wanted to be there. Yes. Um, and so they're getting all their, uh, their like positions and shit. And she makes Rudy and Tish like side character, uh, (laughs) roles. You know what I mean? It's like, you Mm -hmm. are the mission specialist and then you are the second mission specialist. (laughs) Like you guys will never, (laughs) you don't have to deal with anything more important than the thing that you do. So just, you're fine. But then it comes down to who's going to be the pilot. Who's going to be the shuttle commander. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so, you know, Rudy is clearly, like, uh, big on science. He said it a couple of times. Yeah. Uh, and then he gets that job, so, okay, whatever. And then, you know, Tish seemed, you know, she's at least sort of smart-ish mm-hmm. or whatever. But, okay, she'll she'll do the other thing over there. And then you have Catherine, who is, like, she's, like, Hermione from Harry Potter. It's, like, she's, like, <laughs> such the by-the-book student. Like, I know everything, and I've read everything up, and I'm very prepared, and I'm ready for this to go. Yeah. And then you have... The douchebag, Kevin, on the other hand, and uh, and, just before she said it, I was like, I know that she is going to do this. I just don't understand why. And then it happens. Yeah. Where it's like, okay, well, then the pilot will be Catherine and the shuttle commander will be Kevin. And Kevin's like, I don't want to do this. Yeah. And Catherine's like, why can't I be the one doing this? And Andy's just like, just listen to me. And just like forces them to do it that way. Yeah. And I was like, Why? Like, I knew this was going to happen. I knew that it wasn't just going to be like, Catherine, <laughs> you're going to do all the things that you should be doing. Yeah. You know, like, like you're clearly the most prepared. Mm-hmm. You understand what's happening and you have the most ambition for this. You should take on the most, like, responsibility of the crew. Yeah. And instead, she gives it to Kevin, who clearly doesn't want to be there and shouldn't be there in the first place because yeah. he took another kid's thing. Like, it's so dumb. And yeah. by the end of it, you just learn that it's like, 
well, I knew that I had to go through really tough training to be a woman pilot Mm -hmm. lady to go up. And (laughs) and so I wanted to make sure that you had to deal with that, too. Yeah, that's the way you're going to learn. Yeah. And I was like, that's a terrible attitude to have. Yeah. Like, shouldn't you be like the person who's now in power and being like, hey, I can make this easier for her instead of fucking harder? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it's like if she, you know, if she had like a flaw, you know what I mean? Because like in the end, Catherine kind of doesn't. And it's not like it's not like I'm like ragging on the character too much about it yeah you know but it's really it's just like i'm super prepared and i want to do this it's like what's her problem though like i mean i guess her problem is that she's attracted to idiots yeah. like kevin <laughs> and and a little indecisive oh yeah in in times of crisis yeah but that's to, something you to have to be work on fair that those that were was ex- intense crisis that that was like the <laughs> most extreme crisis situation yeah really like saying like saying someone's indecisive would be like do you want the peanut m&ms or the regular m&ms <laughs> peanut or regular we gotta go like that's a little different than like okay so uh currently andy is hanging out of the space shuttle behind us uh and the doors are gonna close and lock her in and then we're gonna re-enter and it's gonna kind of be like in vacation when the dog gets dragged behind the car except it's re-entry into our atmosphere <laughs> like yeah. it's gonna be horrifying yeah she's going to burn up and there's no more yeah Andy. it's like or if you if you you know let you could let that happen mm-hmm. or you could run the risk of all of you running out of oxygen and dying in space yep make your choice <laughs> like holy shit that's a lot so the fact yeah. that she doesn't necessarily do it I wasn't really hard on her about because yeah. it was like, that's really tough. Yeah. But that's sort of my deal with her arc where it's like she just gets less confident as the movie goes on. Well, you know, like until she has to actually fly. Actually during, pilot it. Well, yeah. And then even when that's happening, she has to have other people be like, no, it's cool. You got this. Yeah. Don't worry true. about it. Like she doesn't even get to just be like, oh, yeah. She's like, <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And Kevin's like, no, it's cool. I mean, either you do it right or we and or sorry, either you do it wrong and we die or you do nothing and we die. So, hey, how about that? Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's it's <laughs> it's, it's, it's it's kind of lunacy by the end of the movie. Yeah. We'll get there. Yeah. But like she, she, you know, she doesn't make Catherine the fucking shuttle commander. And then later, like, I forget exactly what it is, but there's something really important that they, it's like once they get up into space and she starts to give the job to Kevin again. Yeah. And I wrote, I started writing in my notes, a big long thing about, about like, what the fuck is wrong with you? Just give the job to Catherine. She's the only one who wants it. Mm-hmm. Kevin is going to fuck it. And then moments later, Kevin like says something flippant. And she's like, well, then fine. Get out of the chair. Catherine, get up here. Yeah. And I was like, about time. Seriously. So many things could have been avoided if you had started with this. Yeah. <laughs> you idiots. God, it bugged me a lot. Because it was like, she is just like, it's. what is the point of having an astronaut's pet if not to use them? You know, yeah. like she's totally like, I'm here and I'm ready to do this. Yeah. And and then when they're testing the like gyroscope thing mm-hmm. and it's like, oh, she had a really hard time yeah. like, getting it under control. And instead of being like, hey, let's try it again. Or like, hey, here's some pointers. Yeah. Instead, Andy starts, I think it's that scene that she mentions. She tells her like, yeah, well, four people are dead now. 
No. Because of that. Well, she does. I know she does that later. Yeah. But she says something along the lines because I wrote in my into my notes. I was like, I love that it comes back so often that that's like a <laughs> thing that she does. Yeah. And she takes it way too seriously. Yeah. But she, she mentions something about like you just got a bunch of people killed. Yeah. Like everyone on the shuttle is dead now. Yeah. Because you couldn't pull up in time for whatever. And yeah. then she just like waltzes away. Mm-hmm. I was like, you're the shittiest teacher in the world. You're like, do this. And then she did it wrong. And it's like, well fuck you and then leaves like she doesn't teach yeah and she has just this chip on her fucking shoulder Mm -hmm. and like i get it yeah you know like Like, okay you're a woman pilot i guarantee you that you constantly get overlooked for things including apparently whatever just happened at the beginning of this movie yeah so i get that you've got you know stuff going on but Mm -hmm. you can't take it out on these kids these space camp kids yeah who are here like to have fun and enjoy space and learn shit Yeah. yeah And I th- I did think it was fucking hysterical when their shuttle like thing you know they they sit down in that fake shuttle to like you know uh, mm-hmm. uh, to the do the simulation and mm-hmm. everything and everything starts going wrong and you know Kevin is a terrible shuttle commander so everyone starts disobeying him and he's just sitting there like whatever I don't care and he's like singing and like mm-hmm. just being a little dick about it. And then Andy busts in and is just like, four people are dead because of you. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, but they're not. Yeah. Like, you're being a lunatic right <laughs> now. Kevin even says, like, they're right there. Yeah, yeah. I know. It's just like, it's like, that is, I mean, again, like I said, I thought it was hilarious <laughs> in that sense of, like, just being way too, oh, it was it was similar to uh, Captain Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine with the safe house mm. when he keeps showing up and testing their safe house thing. And yeah. then he's like, blam, blam, now you're both dead. Like, it's just so over the top. <laughs> like, oh my God, just chill out about it. You're being way too serious. Yeah. So in this case of being like, hey, a bunch of kids messed up their simulation. And then she's like, those lives are on you. <laughs> it's like, Jesus, you are off your rocker, lady. You're a little intense. <laughs> yeah, really. It was nuts, though. Go drink some tea or something. (laughs) Just chill out. I mean, literally, at that point, just be like, I don't want to be here. If you're going to be, you know what I mean? Like, if you're going to have that big of an attitude about it and and you're clearly. Call it a substitute. Yeah, like, you're clearly (laughs) beefing about something else. And it's affecting what you're doing. And it's making you act like a jerk. And you didn't want to be here in the first place. Be like, you know what? I was right. I shouldn't be here. Yeah. I recuse myself. Yeah, really. It's like, it is in the end just space camp. It's not like, <laughs> but if we don't have you, then what? how will we win the space camp's the softball league or something? You know, it's like, this, no, there's no need. She can just leave. It's fine. Yeah. And then they, <laughs> oh, this was my favorite part of the movie is uh, them going through NASA mm-hmm. and the introduction of the best character in the movie. Jinx, the robot who loves Joaquin Phoenix. Yes. It's like my favorite thing in the world. Because, uh, like, <laughs> the whole plot line with it is so absurd and hilarious. Like, in every single way, it's just like that is the thing that I have the most questions about in this movie. It's the thing that sets so much other stuff in motion. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, it is a plot device more than once. Yeah. <laughs> in terms of like having something happen. Cause like my, my my favorite thing about it is the fact that when it's introduced, it's basically just like it's just this ball that has some legs on it with wheels. Mm-hmm. It has a little, little stalk tripod. that like pops out. Yeah, it's got this little like thing that pops up that kind of looks like it has eyes. 
and it, uh, and it speaks. It looks like the thing that pops out looks like uh, old school like flash bulbs for yeah, for cameras. Just mm-hmm. and, for, yeah, for visual and, reference. Yeah, and you could see like, <laughs> oh, that's it's like robot face or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they like introduce it as like a failed NASA thing. Yeah, because They're, like, this it was takes suppo- every statement literally. Well, it, it's just the fact that it's like, okay, so this thing uh, is not fit for space exploration, travel, experiments, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> For one, it would be like, yeah, probably, especially if you're just going up in the shuttle and not the moon, then mm-hmm. like it wouldn't need wheels. Why would it need wheels? It's in yeah. space. Yeah. <laughs> but also it's a robot in space. What's it going to do? Like how it seems silly to ever have a robot in space. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. Something seems odd about it to me. Like it couldn't <laughs> help you. You would still have to go get it. It would be no yeah. different than just any other device. <laughs> it's just that it could talk to you and you'd be annoyed by it. <laughs> be like if your toaster could talk and you just like every time you walk through. She's like, hi, like, yeah, hi, I see you. Okay, it's great. <laughs> Jesus. Uh, but like it it they're using it just as like a wrench holder. Like the dude is like fixing something yeah. and he's like, hey, Jinx, get over here. And it brings a wrench to him, and they're like, Yep, that's basically all he does in here. Hardy har har har. Yeah. Uh, and then Max, Joaquin Phoenix, like <laughs> befriends it. Yeah. And steals and, and, him yeah, somehow. And steals him, which is the like so hysterical that he like <laughs> steals him, brings him to the like bunks where all the kids are sleeping. Yeah. Hides it in the closet. All the older boys get suspicious of it. <laughs> I love that one line where the dude just like, he's got it in there. And that's all he just says that. He doesn't explain what yeah. it is. And I was like, he's got what? Yeah. What like, could this kid possibly have? Why are you all ganging up on this little kid? <laughs> and then they open it and it's like, oh, he's still the goddamn robot. <laughs> okay. And then it just starts to exhibit like hilariously insane levels of, of like, uh, like computing ability, knowledge, <laughs> just everything. Yeah. Like the, and the idea that this thing is somehow like failed is lunacy you know what i mean because it's like it does things that our phones can't do yeah right now you know what i mean where it's like okay like well i guess maybe not but sort of because google maps will never tell you a secret path yeah it will only tell you how to take roads yes but the robot somehow knows the secret path to get to the beach to tell kevin so that he can take Catherine on like a date out there to watch a launch yeah and then they get in trouble because they're out past curfew and the only reason that they get found out is because the robot tells the people. I don't even remember what caused it to happen. They're just like, oh, no, they just ask. Yeah. Like, where's Kevin? And everyone's like, oh, geez, I don't know. And the robot in the closet is like, he is at the beach. Yeah. And it's like, fucking Jinx. It's a secret. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, Jinx, God damn it, don't confess. Yeah. Uh, but then what was hysterical to me is the fact that, like, it tells the people. It's not even like they just hear that mm-hmm. and they're like, oh, let's check the beach. And they don't realize it was a robot. Like the robot comes out and tells them like Kevin is down at the beach. And they're like, ah, shit, let's go. And they just leave the robot. I know. I was like, why can Max just keep it now? It's just yeah. like his pet or something. But then later, when, like, <laughs> there's that one shot where it's just like the outside of some building at space camp. 
clearly some extras like walking through the scene so there's like people around mm -hmm. and jinx just fucking going down the sidewalk yep just rolling through. just rolling through i was like he's just free to go wherever he wants <laughs> like what is the deal I with this robot and then he can also talk to nasa the nasa robot i i don't understand that that was the one thing that was just like i that that broke me because <laughs> <laughs> he's just like he goes into the like control room when nobody's there and much like r2d2 because r2d2 has the thing that just like comes out and can connect to like everything in the universe yeah literally like every movie it'll be like we need someone to do something and r2 will just roll up and be like i got the piece it's like of course you do you have everything yeah but in this case it was like okay so jinx goes into the control room for nasa mm -hmm. and he just like plugs in mm -hmm. and now he has access to everything and can do whatever he wants. yeah he can tell nasa to do things yeah he can force a failure in a booster yes like that i don't understand because like it was one of my favorite lines in the movie and it's from the goddamn robot but it's when he's trying to figure out because again like we said Robot takes everything literally. Yeah. Uh, I remember I, probably one of my favorite ones is when it comes out of the fucking closet and Rudy's like, shit. And it's just like, shit, excrement, something. Like, it just <laughs> describes what shit is. Yeah. And it's just like, oh, okay. I guess that's what it, when it hears words, it just defines them. Okay. Yeah. That is kind of useless. I get why you're not using it. But, annoying uh, as well. <laughs> yeah. Very annoying. <laughs> um, but like. <laughs> Sorry, it's just such a fucking funny robot. But like later on, uh, because they get caught, Kevin comes back and he yells at Max. Yes. And I was like, fuck you, dude. You're Max the one to get on that date. Yeah, seriously. He like helps you get on the date. His robot buddy. Mm -hmm. They're friends forever. They say it multiple times. <laughs> friends forever. That first time that Jake <laughs> says it, it was so so long <laughs> oh yes friends, friends forever forever. <laughs> oh that's that's one of my notes is just an elongated friends forever uh yeah it was absolutely hysterical something that i love real quick just a side note is that uh jinx was voiced by frank welker who does like all animal noises for everything always okay. he does nibbler the like nibbler noises and shit he does uh i'm almost certain that he is spike in uh the rugrats okay you know what i mean but it's like yeah, that yeah. that's what he does he does like animal mm -hmm. noises and things like that but then he also does robot stuff so like this he does jinx the robot um but so kevin yells at max about getting him caught which is again like we said so dumb like he helped you there mm -hmm. it was the robot technically who ratted you out and also, don't be such a dick to this little kid. Like, you're Seriously. just mad that you got caught and you didn't get laid. Don't yeah. take it out on this little kid. That's bullshit. Max gets all sad about this, mm -hmm. runs off, sits down all sad, and is just like, I wish I was in space. Just so happens, mm -hmm. Jinx is hanging out, hears that, and is like, it is now my mission to send Max to space. <laughs> and just goes to, like, secretly do this. Yeah. Which is, like, the funniest part to me <laughs> is the fact that, like, apparently this is all happening with nobody knowing. Yeah. So it's like, he knows he's doing wrong. Because you think he would just be like, I will find the first person I can ask yeah. and say, hey, take Max to space. And then they'd be like, no, it's not possible. James. No, he knows he knows enough to know that he just has to go to the NASA robot control room. Yeah. And talk to that robot about 
robot things. Yeah, tell that robot what to do. <laughs> I, yeah, it's in order. To, well, more so, ask that robot what to do. Yeah, because he's like, I need to get Max to space. How do I do this? Yeah, and it's like, uh, well, the only reason that the rocket that they're gonna go in would ever lift off is if there was this very specific like failure in the rocket yes and extremely rare yeah extremely rare that was probably my favorite line in the movie is he's just like how rare is it and they're like it happens like once every 47 million years and he's like max won't live that long (laughs) (laughs) it's the funniest fucking line in the movie max won't live that long it's so great oh man but uh (laughs) but like he just decides that he is going to make this like a uh, horrible thing happen yeah in order to force them into space to grant max's <laughs> wish yeah um like on top of the fact that it's insane that the reason that their space flight thing winds up actually in space is because a robot <laughs> sabotages it yeah <laughs> like on purpose not like a robot sabotaged it by failing like no 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 no. a robot carried out a plan <laughs> to make this happen um it's the fact like i i just wrote down as like it's complete lunacy that they would ever allow people to be on board if there is ever a chance of launch yeah you know what i mean it's like oh they're testing the rockets mm-hmm. so they're going to allow one of these space camp crews to get into the shuttle and experience the rocket test mm-hmm. and i was like two things <laughs> <laughs> one that's lunacy no yeah. way they would ever let anybody yeah. be on it if there no. was ever a chance even accidentally yeah. that they would ever need to send the rocket off into space so like straight up i'm like this is the stupidest fucking plot development in the world. Like, really? Yeah. Really? Okay. Two, why did they get chosen? Yeah. They showed one shuttle simulation for that crew, and they failed it miraculously. <laughs> like, they, they got nothing right. Yeah. They, if there was a scoreboard or, like, a leaderboard, literally the bottom of it. Yeah. And somehow they're the ones chosen to go on to the very, very special flight. It's because Andy's there. Well, right. But I was just like, <laughs> that's such bullshit. Oh, yeah. And then came something that I was not really expecting. And, the, and more so from, from myself, not like what the movie gave me. Because the movie kind of gave me exactly what I was expecting. <laughs> there was very little that was like mm-hmm. too much of a shock. Uh, I was not expecting uh, the, the accidental shuttle launch to be as harrowing as it is. You know, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like in a movie like the, in a silly 80s teen <laughs> comedy space camp, we accidentally go to space, there's a talking robot. Like for a movie like that, you would expect the launch, even if it's like accidental and there's like panic, yeah. that it would just be like, oh, geez, here's yeah. the zaniness. <laughs> Instead, everyone is screaming. Yeah. And they're just like, we're gonna die and he's like oh my god put on your helmets Catherine!" because Catherine like falls to the back of the shuttle because she's not like uh buckled in yeah, well, when it goes off yeah because she had to get on ball she was in the pilot seat so yeah she yeah had they to were get switching exactly yeah. so it's like there's panic there's the confusion mm-hmm. Catherine goes flying max is freaking out yeah max is like sobbing because he's a little kid yeah and like everyone is like freaking out and i was like this is actually kind of terrible terrifying yeah this is not the like silly goof abouts just like oh there it is. 
It's like legitimately like at, at any moment we could be dead. Yeah. And uh, and it was also like uh, sort of terrifying with the way that they described it as it was happening to uh, all the people in like the like Houston or whatever mm-hmm. the fuck talking about how it's like, um, yeah, by the way, uh, that that bird wasn't ready yeah. for space flight. Yeah. And it was just like, oh, my God. Yeah. And I guess what they really mean, like what that is supposed to convey is like <laughs> they don't have supplies. There's no food or extra oxygen or any of that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. But to me, that makes it sound like it's not space tight. Yeah. Like it will. It like, <laughs> it's just it's going to crush them all. It's going to be like a, it's a tuna can or something. Yeah. Like that's <laughs> what I that's what my brain went to when mm-hmm. I heard them like keep saying like, oh, yeah, by the way, it's not supposed to be up there. Yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, my God, it's just going to crush them. And then once they're in space, mm-hmm. still also pretty terrifying. Yeah. I have learned <laughs> I have learned after seeing many uh like space related things. Mm-hmm. Um obviously not including stuff like Star Wars or like Armageddon <laughs> or something super <laughs> silly like that, but like specifically like gravity and things of that matter where I realize like, "Oh, oh, I have a fear of this." You know, yeah. you know what I mean? Like that terrible feeling when you realize like, oh, no, oh, this is actually a nightmare for me. I didn't even know it, like, it wasn't. A, <laughs> it's not like spiders or heights where I have like a very specific yeah. uh, experience with these things. So I understand it. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Where it's like, no, no, this is just a movie. But even just watching this cheesy 80s movie on a TV, you know what I mean? Not yeah. even in like a movie theater like Gravity, which really fucked with me. I was yeah. like, oh, this is horrifying. Yeah, In IMAX. Yeah. But what, like, like when Max gets Sandra Bullocked off into space, <laughs> that moment where that was happening, I was just like, oh, oh no, like, oh no, like, oh I no. I know that this is tiny baby Joaquin Phoenix on a soundstage, yeah. but ah, like, this is terrifying. <laughs> I hate it so much. But they get up into space. There's no space suits. Like, I mean, I understand that it's like, well, you're in the shuttle, so. Mm-hmm. What does it matter? Like they're not, they don't have to go out and they eventually do to go get more oxygen. But yeah. Uh, but they just have Andy do it where it's like, okay, yeah, that makes sense. She's clearly the one who would yeah. be actually. She, she uh, is the trained astronaut. <laughs> yeah, like poss- <laughs> possibly she would know what she's doing more than any of these kids. Possibly. Yes. <laughs> uh, and then eventually they have to send Max out to go help her because she can't get to the oxygen yeah. tanks. And that whole sequence I thought was ridiculous. <laughs> or like, How is I, that I, the best option? Yeah, really. Send out the like nine-year-old kid to go <laughs> help her out in space, yeah. just loose in space. And I mean, obviously, that's sort of the gist of the like action of the movie is like we're in space mm-hmm. and we don't have enough oxygen to get back uh, or just to stay alive until we get back. Yeah. Because there's like a specific window due, the, due to the rotation of the earth mm-hmm. for when they can come back and actually land back where they're supposed to. Yeah. Uh, which obviously is like, you know, the ticking clock of the scenario. But so it's like, oh, and then there's a space station nearby. That we can steal some oxygen reserves from. Mm-hmm, but it's still under construction. So the <laughs> yeah, oxygen yeah. is like tied up. Yeah, it's just like, I mean, it seems crazy to me. But then I realize like, oh, yeah, it's space. Nothing's yeah. really like moving out there. Yeah. It's it may just, be orbiting, but it's not really moving. So yeah, just he, the idea that it's like just, just a bunch of loose shit up in space. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, wait. Yeah, I guess that would work because it's not how, like it's that's going That's how anywhere. satellites work. Yeah, really. <laughs> that's sort of what came to me. It was just like, oh, no, yeah, it is just kind of loose shit in space. Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm actually not confused. I get it completely. 
but yeah, so they go to get the oxygen and the whole time there's no communication with the people on the ground because it was like, oh, it wasn't supposed to go up. Yeah. So they only have, we only, close... ha- yeah, they have like walkie talkie level yeah. <laughs> radios. They can only actually <laughs> talk to them once they're like in the atmosphere. Yeah. So that brings the whole, uh, the, the Morse code bit. Yes. Which is like, okay, so that gives Tish something to do. Yeah. <laughs> like you click those buttons in Morse code and let the people down on earth, mm-hmm. like know that, you know, there's some sort of communication between us and nobody figures it out. Yeah. For over 12 hours yeah. because that's how much fucking oxygen they had before they get the other ones back. Mm-hmm. And it isn't until after they get those back. Mm-hmm. That Jinx finally shows up to the command station and like confesses. Yeah, <laughs> which I was like, Jinx, well, don't do it. Because well, Jinx, Jinx asked NASA like probability of Max's death or whatever. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And, and it was like Max is already dead. Yeah, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And so Jinx freaked out and like went back to mission control. Yeah, and confess to the crime. Like, mm-hmm. I sent Max to space. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor guy. And they're just like, get that fucking robot out of here. <laughs> like, he's trying to help. And they're yeah. just like, this fucking robot again. I hate like, it, this thing. I was going to say, it feels like their predetermined attitudes toward Jinx is what led to that. Yeah. Where it's like, if this was just a random robot you didn't know, you'd probably listen to him. <laughs> yeah. But since it's Jinx, who's been annoying you around NASA for the last several years, you're just like, oh, get rid of him. Oh, and how it did is, he get here? <laughs> yeah, really, who let him in? He does not have arms. <laughs> they just completely gloss over all the times that he has to wait for someone to open a door so he can go through it to get where he needs to go. That's why it takes him so long to get there. Yeah, exactly. He would have been there way earlier to let them know. Um, but it's just, and then he sees the fucking uh, the um, Morse code. Like one of the dials beeping the Morse code and he mm-hmm. like beeps it back or whatever and like translates it. Yeah. And they're like, oh my God, it is Morse code. They're getting in contact with us. <laughs> and I'm like, it's been 14 hours. Yeah. And nobody's noticed SOS. Yeah. Like constant mm-hmm. from your fucking dials right in front of you. What is wrong with you? <laughs> like it's obviously it's like a, 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 a like an unusual scenario mm-hmm. where it's like literally what I'm, what she was doing was like turning something on and off. Yeah, because into Morse code, but it's like yeah, because there's no contact, and you guys know that they know that, mm-hmm. so you should be like I don't know on the lookout for maybe a way they might be trying to contact you, like yeah. Morse code on the goddamn dial. Yeah, why did the kids think of that, but yeah, Mission exactly. Control didn't? NASA was sitting there with their thumbs up their asses like, man, I wish we could talk to him. I don't know how, though. Yeah. <laughs> and then in the end, it kind of doesn't matter. Oh, no, it does. It does. Mm-hmm. I just realized. It's like, oh, yeah, because they have to change where they're going to land. Yeah. Because they missed their window because Andy got fucking knocked out by a canister of oxygen mm-hmm. and was dragging behind the ship and they had to pull her back in and they missed their window. Yep. So then they had to land at a different place. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that's that's like a, a fun development. You know what I mean? Of it being like, oh, you got to you gotta land here. And then, okay, you got to make the choice. You got to either try to land there or you have to <laughs> kill. Or no, it's like if you want to land there, you have to kill Andy, essentially, yeah. because she's hanging out the back of the ship and you have to close it. Yeah. So if you want to land, she has to die. And it's like, holy shit. So obviously 
they're not going to let her die. I was like, I'm pretty sure this movie's not going to do that. <laughs> so I was like, okay, so they're going to have to figure out a whole new way to do it. Yeah. And it's like, oh, yeah, well, there's a secret place. Remember the place where they had to land when there were issues? Like, oh, we're going to have to do that. This is going to be great. And then on the ground, they learn about that. And they're like, oh, that's where they're going to go try to land. Mm-hmm. We'll get a hold of them. Yeah. We'll get this all figured out. And I was like, okay, here we go. There's going to be some big, like, you know, thing where everyone's coming together to help these kids land. Th- and then it's literally just like, land, movie's over. Wow, that sure just ends, doesn't it? Well, I mean, they do have, you You did gloss over the whole re-entry part. Well, right. I mean, yeah, her like <laughs> pulling on the thing and like, oh, we got to get to a certain degree angle. Oh, my God. Or we're going to burn up. Catherine, you got to do it. <laughs> you know what I mean? And like all of that. But I was just like expecting like, oh, and then on the ground, there'll be, you know, people waving them in and, you know, calls from mm-hmm. fucking the people back in the base being yeah. like, they made it. Oh, my God. There's going to be some sort of reaction from mm-hmm. everybody else who's had like a hand in this. Yeah. And the movie's literally just like, they're on the ground. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I was like, like holy shit. My note was really like, that's how it ends. No resolution. Yeah. Like, there's no. no nothing. Like, what, what about her husband? Who, yeah. Like, what about their, I mean, I'm sure, I actually, I don't know. Did their families know? <laughs> yeah, really. All the kids who went into space on accident. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, um, you'll be reimbursed. Yeah. <laughs> for space camp, I guess. <laughs> Just don't sue us or whatever. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's so silly. I mean, and the fact that, like, she, she doesn't even really get a moment to embrace the fact that she, she went up. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Like Andy's whole thing is that like, oh, I'll never get up there. Yeah. You know, and every, and then in this accidental circumstance, she winds up going up there and she has like a tiny moment of like looking out the window with the kids. Yeah. And everything. But it's like afterwards, you would love to hear her like talk about, you know, like, oh, how was it? Like, was it what you imagined or mm-hmm. anything like that? It's like, no, it doesn't matter. They're back home. It's fine. Movie's yeah. over. Right. Movie's over. Like, yeah. oh, oh. Um, all right. That's fine. <laughs> I wanted yeah. to see Max and Jinx reunite. Yeah, really. I mean, I thought Jinx was going to find a way to come with. Me too. <laughs> and I was I, I was kind of hoping for it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, he did not. I would have, yeah, I would have loved to have seen them like come down off the like, the like inflatable slide <laughs> out of the shuttle and then if that's how they do it or if there's like stairs I mean, they, that come I was gonna up to say it. they did that in uh armageddon so okay <laughs> i assume that's how it happens <laughs> that's the only reason i thought of it is like yeah because armageddon all right but yeah it would have been hilarious <laughs> to have like fucking you know andy running in slow motion towards tom scarrett mm-hmm. like oh they're reuniting and mm-hmm. then you know maybe uh Ooh, catherine's Catherine. dad is there mm-hmm. and sees her coming back like oh my god and then you see max like yeah and Jinx like Wah! coming Next. towards him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it would have been fucking hysterical. <laughs> Such a missed opportunity. Mm-hmm. Absolutely should have ended with Jinx doing that. <laughs> oh, so fucking funny. Uh, like I said before, overall, I did wind up having fun in with the ridiculousness of it. Mm-hmm. It was not necessarily like flat out garbage. Yeah, you know. It was just like, this is so silly. It was was genuinely silly. (laughs) It was like a genuinely 80s silly, Mm -hmm. which is like a decent kind of silly. It's like there were were little bits and pieces, like obviously like right at the top, fucking Andy is walking into space camp and Kevin's sitting there and he says, nice boosters. I was like, God, (laughs) this kid's such a fucking asshole. It's like he's making a space pun while sexually harassing her. Yeah. (laughs) And she's just like, 
boys. You know what I mean? It's like the ugh, yeah, so lame. And it's like this guy. This is our fucking hero. Mm-hmm. The same guy who, when those older boys fuck with Jinx and break him, mm-hmm. and like he just like short circuits and like <laughs> falls down and everything. And Max is like heartbroken. And <laughs> I wrote it. I wrote it in my notes because I thought it was just hysterical. Like. This fucking Kevin guy is apparently supposed to be like one of our main characters, someone we're supposed to care about. Mm-hmm. And that happens. Like the, the robot gets broken and he just says, Sorry, kid. Yeah. <laughs> I wrote Kevin, our hero? Question mark. <laughs> like this guy kind of sucks. That's the best you can muster to yeah. this little kid who you've been like kind of been nice to. Yeah. You know, like it's like, oh, hey, little buddy. You know, like he's got that kind of relationship to yeah. him. So it's, it's like not- you can tell he's sad. Come yeah. on. And it's not like it's some kid from like a different team or whatever that yeah. you haven't even been hanging out with. Yeah, like, throughout really. the day. Well, like, no, this is like your teammate. Like, go be there for him, you <laughs> dick. <laughs> really. And I thought it was kind of funny that conversation that Catherine and Kevin have when they're on their little beach date mm-hmm. um, because it just hammered home even more like how absolutely not compatible they are <laughs> because he's like sitting there and he's just like, what's so special about it? Yeah. Talking about going to space. Yeah. It's like even in my case of being like terrified by it, it's like mm-hmm. obviously what's so special about it. What do you think? You are leaving the planet that we all live on. <laughs> yeah. Like it's literally one of the craziest accomplishments of mankind ever. Yeah. And he's like, I don't even get it. <laughs> it's so silly. But her response to it was even crazier because she says in space, anything is possible. And I was like, like uh, floating is possible, but yeah. not anything <laughs> i don't know what that's all about but then so like that's her like that, that that's where her brain is at in terms yeah. of like all this shit of just being like it is the craziest most magical place in the world space Woo! yeah and then his fucking next line or not next line but very soon after when it asks like why he doesn't give a shit about anything he responds with we're all gonna get nuked anyway what was with that? <laughs> I was oh. like, <laughs> like what? I was like, there is like that is even too far for like Randall from Clerks. Like yeah. we were saying, like he's got a very similar attitude of like mm. eh, everyone, everything kind of sucks, and I kind of yeah. don't care. Yeah, but even Randall wouldn't be like, we're all gonna die in a nuclear holocaust anyway, right? Yeah, <laughs> like, like Jesus, dude. What? Also, I love the fact that right at the end, they're all. On the shuttle, like, we got to get it back down. You do the thing you're supposed to be doing. You do the thing you're supposed to be doing. You know, like, mm-hmm. you know, getting into their roles from and, the simulation and yeah, everything. Yeah, going to their stations. Yeah, it's like, which is hysterical because it's like, last time this happened, you all died. But, yeah. okay. Uh, Take but, two. <laughs> yeah. But what I thought was hysterical about it was, like, Kevin suddenly becoming knowledgeable about anything. Yeah. You know what I mean? I was like, okay, look, I could understand him being more willing now mm-hmm. to like do stuff and help out. But he starts like quoting statistics and like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like and doing like formulas and shit. And it's like, when has he ever shown an affinity for math or science? Yeah. He literally doesn't care about anything. There's no way he can actually do this shit. If he had gone to fucking Catherine and been like, I'll do whatever you need me to do. Yeah. I'll, I'll help out. I'm totally willing and happy. Just tell me what to do. Yeah. Then I would have been like, okay, cool. Yeah. But the fact that he fully like, I will be the shuttle commander. Mm-hmm. It's like, you couldn't run a banana stand. <laughs> what are you fucking telling me you're going to be the shuttle commander? Come on. <laughs> so silly. But uh, I think that is going to have to wrap it up for popcorn for dinner this week. 
It's a good uh, good second movie though mm-hmm. for, for the for the it's at least like quality wise it got better. Yes. <laughs> like the actual movie itself. Yes. Uh, which was fun and God, tiny little baby Joaquin, amazing. Yes. We'll see what next week brings us though. Mm-hmm. Um, I like I said we have uh, we have several that are sort of in the pipeline. Mm-hmm. And one that we actually physically have right now, so we can definitely watch it. So at least we have one week in the future uh, specifically planned. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but um, we will be back with you next week, folks. But uh, this is Jeff. And Kelly. John Glenn winked at me. Hey.